When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Tire Power, Australia's biggest independent tire retailer, keeping you safe on the roads. Tirepower.com.au. Mourn Team Hyundai at Port Adelaide. All your family needs in a vehicle built for tomorrow that's here today. Breakfast with Mark Bickley and Jared Walsh. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's go. 10 minutes to 7 on SENSA Breakfast. Cloudy in a top of 23 degrees today. Energy from an Australian-owned company. Company. That's Lumo SA. Big shout out to more team Hyundai at Port Adelaide too. All your family needs in a vehicle built for tomorrow. That's here today. Uh, Riley Thilthorpe joining us in just over 30 minutes time. And Ryan Kiddo from Adelaide United. Adelaide United ticking off a, a pretty big milestone over the weekend. I think it's the first time in A-League history that four teenagers started for an A-League team, mm-hmm. um, which was wonderful for the Adelaide United side. Uh, what Carl Viet is doing with those young kids is incredible. So uh, the uh, players that started were Nestori Irinkunda with a headband, uh, Luki Ivanovic, Giuseppe Bovolino, um, and Johnny Yell, which is awesome. The first time in club history, I should say, that four teenagers have started together in an A-League match. That's remarkable, isn't it? And well done. That, that doesn't happen by accident. That's a long sort of sort of pathways program mm. where you're sort of bringing people through and developing them. And yeah, it all happens... It all comes together and it looks great, but it's uh, a number of years of development processes that have gone into that. The question you asked, Bic, 0427154166 about the AFLW Grand Final not being moved to Marvel Stadium, um, despite it selling out at Icon Park, um, whether you would prefer to have uh, a big stadium and risk it not packing out. Tom sent in a text saying, would you rather a bigger stadium so everyone that wants to go can get a ticket? Keeping it at 13,000 is ridiculous. There'll be young girls who can't wait who can't wait to see their idols. Mm. It, like, once again, there's no right or wrong answer. It's, it's, it's the similar argument with Adelaide United playing at Cooper Stadium or playing at Adelaide Oval. As a spectacle, I think it's better when you're in a smaller ground with enormous atmosphere absolutely packed out as opposed to a bigger ground, which is going to be half full. Now, I think, you know, they might get an extra six or 7,000 people there. Maybe. Maybe the AFL know a bit more than what we do. Maybe they're, they're only, there's only two or 3,000 people that miss out and you'll get 15,000 at, at uh, Marvel and you have 13 at, at the Icon Park. So, I don't know. You are a are a football person in the world game sense, mm. you, you'd rather Cooper Stadium packed out or Adelaide Oval with 5,000 extra people or 10,000 extra people? For atmosphere, Cooper Stadium every day of the week. Mm-hmm. But it depends on what the intentions are and what they're trying to do. But I also know that um, it might be a poor comparison, but Brisbane, North Melbourne in the AFL men's competition wouldn't pack out Marvel Stadium. Mm. 
So because it's a grand final, are you saying it will? Or I don't know. If you if you really want to go, they're getting your tickets early. I think if they thought there was going to be 30-plus thousand, they would play it at, at Marvel. If it was pick a team, let's say it was Collingwood versus Essendon, or let's say it was North Melbourne playing another Victorian club uh, and they thought it was going to get over 30, I, I suspect they probably think it's going to fit somewhere between 13 and 20, and they're saying that if you get 18,000 people in Marvel, it won't look full. Mm. Whereas if you, you'll get some, you get Icon Park and it'll be overflowing and that'll be a great atmosphere. Mm. It's a good point. All right. So what we like to do each Wednesday morning is we celebrate the good stuff, but also really importantly, we uh, put someone into storage. Be chucking in there, Mark Bickley. We do uh, putting out into storage alongside GoBox SA, the easy way to move and store. Yep. Well, what we've done this morning is we've already mentioned it, but the World Cup heroes are being put into storage. They're being packed onto a plane and they're being shipped back to Australia. Glenn Maxwell played overnight. He is done. Uh, they've played two uh, two games of the of the T20 series. Maxwell comes back. Josh Inglis comes back to Australia. Marcus Stoiner, Steve Smith, Adam Zampa, Sean Abbott. All done. So they will no longer uh, play in that T20 series, which leaves just Travis Head as the only victorious member from that uh, ICC Cricket 50 Over World Cup who is remaining. Everyone else is gone. So McDermott, Philippi, uh, uh, Dwarshus and Chris Green are the people that have been sent over there to replace them. So this is where it gets farcical because Australia have one player from the World Cup. India have two players. So out of a total of 22 players, there are three that are still playing in this series. Mm. So it's not really all that representative, is it, of, you know, sort of high end, you know, win at all costs to two countries putting their best teams out there. I don't think so. And that's why I think sometimes there's a little bit too much cricket. And look, it's a good opportunity for the selectors to have a look at a few players to see how they go. But even look at Kane Richardson, who isn't really playing domestically at the moment since he's moved up to, to Queensland. Mm. And he's over there. He played in the game last night. Mm. So what are they trying to achieve? Are they putting together a squad preparing for the next ICC T20 Men's World Cup? I'm not really too sure. It's a, it's an interesting one. Um, Stuart on the text line uh, says, Tegan Micah was incredible with her debut for Liverpool in the WSL. Um Arnold has some competition for a keeper spot in the Matildas, potentially. So Liverpool winning 4-0 over Brighton and Hove Albion over the weekend or Monday night. So um, a young footballer making a mark over. So in talk the... to me about Tegan Micah, because that's the first time I've ever heard of that name. Yep. So she is was one of the um, backups for um, Arnold in the World Cup. Uh, she's part of, yeah, part of the squad. And it was her starting debut. So she gets over to Liverpool, which is brilliant for her. Amazing. Um, she was born in 1977. So she's in her early 20s. So uh, not 1997, not 1977. <laughs> she, she, I mean, she was born in 1977. So she's uh, <laughs> uh, in her 50s at the moment. <laughs> not quite. Not quite. <laughs> no, not quite. Um, on, on the cricket front as well, Bix, um, let, let's have a listen to the head coach of the Australian men's uh, cricket team because I loved reading yesterday um, the discussion between Matt Renshaw, Marcus Harris and Cam Bancroft uh, who is going to take over that spot that David Warner will leave out and Andrew McDonald would ask about this yesterday in relation to the PM's 11. 
I think it's another opportunity for for them to potentially is a, is a slightly higher level than Shield cricket um, in in terms of an Australia A or a Prime Minister's eleven game against a, a good opposition. We know that they're good players. They've played Test cricket before, and yeah, all three are, are coming again. They've all had an opportunity to play mm. to it. Was Renshaw that went over as part of the uh, Ashes squad? Do you see Bancroft having an opportunity again for Australia? Oh, uh, look. I think all of them are capable. They've all, they've all played test cricket before. I saw some comments yesterday. I can't remember. It was a, some former players saying, I'm not sure what more Bancroft has to do. He's uh, been in really good form so far this year. Look, I don't think, I, I don't know. I tend to lean towards Renshaw. I don't know why. Maybe just because, you know, we've seen him play for the strikers and, you know, he, he made that such a great start. He's big and powerful. And I don't know, but I'm, I'm not a cricket aficionado. I think, all three of those players are capable, and I tell you what, it's it's if you if you get the opportunity against the opposition you're going to be playing against, which is Pakistan and West Indies. Yep. What an opportunity it is because you've got a fair chance of <laughs> actually having some sort of modicum of success. So um, all three of those, it's you know, like I say, it could come down to who has a who has a, a decent innings. In this Prime Minister's eleven, you know there'll be some some good players they'll be playing against. If they one of them gets it right, that might just be enough to get them over the line. And we did see in the I think Channel Seven little preview to the summer of cricket that apparently Nathan Lyons yeah, out, David yeah. Warner's out, Uzi Kawaja's out. Yeah, this is Andrew McDonald talking about how they handle the potential retirements of a few players. You never put a deadline on on players. I think people have speculated around Usman Khawaja and David Warner and Steve Smith, and no doubt they'll be having the conversations with with their network and and they're sort of having the conversation with us as well. Um, but I'm a big believer that you don't know when the end date is, and sometimes players when they get to 36, 37 start to hit the peak of their powers, and we've seen with with other um, players in other nations as well. So to put an end date on a player, I think. A bit scary. It's almost like he's just waiting to see how many runs they score or wickets they take too. Well, I don't quite don't understand that because he mentioned David Warner and no one's got a deadline and it's it's dangerous to put an end date on it. Hasn't he put an end date on it? <laughs> Hasn't he said at the end of Sydney, that's it. I'm not playing anymore. So maybe he's talking about as a coach, him putting an end date on a player as opposed to the player putting his own end date on his own career. I don't know. But um, look, I I think Australia is ripe for regeneration. And yeah, it it has to start happening soon because, yeah, you've got lots of players who are on the wrong side of 35. (laughs) You used to say on the wrong side of 30, but in cricket, 30 is young now, isn't it? But, you know, they're pushing up 37 and, and onwards. So you have to start that regeneration. So you don't go through a period where you lose... Three in one year or four in one year. So let's let's start making that happen. You can rush into Chemist Warehouse for the Christmas fragrance sale on now. A uh, text before the news, 0427-154-166. The Adelaide United Grand Final at Adelaide Oval has been the best atmosphere for any United games in their history. When uh, Isaias got the free kick, there's never been allowed a cheer at a United game. Yeah, 50,000 people there, though, yep. that day. So we're not talking – how would have that been if there was 19,000? Would it have been a better atmosphere at Cooper's full or is it better to have 19 or 21 or 23 at Adelaide Oval? So I'm all for it. If it's going to be full, that would be great. But if you get – if the capacity of Icon is 13 to 14 and you're thinking that 18 might turn up and you play 18 at Marvel Stadium, 
in a 53,000 stadium capacity. I'm just not sure that's a better look. Bix has got a list. He's going to get into it after the news and the final quick Bix of 2023.